the fucking um, Von Trier's video you sent in. Oh, God. Ruined, <laughs> that ruined my fucking brain. And I was just like, oh, I have to send this to Rob. He's, this is a Rob so video. And, you're like, <laughs> and then you were like, I think I added this. I was like, oh, fuck, of course you did. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that video was so bad, I couldn't react to it. I just was sitting at the edge of my seat being like, how is he going to get out of this? And he doesn't get out of it. That's the thing. <laughs> no, no. We, we, were just, we were just sitting in silence while everyone in the chat was going, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, yeah. that's, that's a Euro vibe. That is, yeah. That, yeah, is, think that was such a fucking Euro vibe. That was too much. You think, how are they going to get out of this? Vibes to handle. And they don't. No. But then they just keep <laughs> yeah, making movies anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is actually, that is the ultimate Euro vibe. Just saying something... Um, woefully inappropriate about the events of World War Two. Well, the everyone is wondering how you're going to get out of this. It actually turns out you don't really care to get out of it. Yeah, no, exactly. You just keep going. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. Um, European excellence. Mm. I will even I will even go so far to say that having very controversial bad opinion. Just yeah, bad opinion. It's not even controversial. Like the worst opinion you can have about World War Two. And then yeah. just being like, oh, how, how, yeah, how, how are they going to come out of this? Oh, no, they actually believe this. Oh, well, you know, welcome oh, to yeah, Europe. There it goes. Yep. <laughs> um, have I ever told you, do you guys know the story of Lars, Lars von Trier's parents? No. no. Um, I love telling the story just because it's, again, Lars von Trier to me seems like the archetypical European person. And I, I feel like when you say that people expect you mean like the like the fucking yes meme, but like, I mean, Lars von Trier, that's actually what they're like in both like looks and opinion and family background. So, um, let me pull this up. So this is it from Wikipedia in 1989, von Trier's mother told him on her deathbed that the man von Trier thought was his biological father was not. He was actually the result of a liaison she had with her former employer, Fritz Michael Hotman, who was descended from a long line of Danish classical musicians. And they all have Wikipedia pages. She, she did it in order to give her son artistic genes. Quote, until that point, I thought I had a Jewish oh. background. This is from Lars von Trier, but I'm really more of a Nazi. Yeah. I believe that my that's biological that, fathers. That's from that video. Oh, oh, does he say it in the video? I forgot. He yeah. says that he, he says in the video. He doesn't explain that his mom tried to do like, oh no, homebrew eugenics to him. What's so uh, funny is it works. He's, a, he's yeah. a filmmaker. He's won the fucking the the top the top European awards. Sure, <laughs> but like that's what's so funny about it. You hear that, that parents? Like, if you lie to your kids. And give only, them in fake eugenics. Yeah, only this, in Europe. Eugenics. The only this, this, you this only... doesn't work anywhere else. <laughs> no, I think, I think the I think the homebrew analogy works because, like, as as we approach our thirties, like I'm in my thirties now, uh, we are just going to know more and more like guys who are casually into making like homebrew beers uh, as they drift into suburbia life, and one out of twenty of those times, it will probably be good. It will be a decent beer. The other time, it will just taste like vinegar piss, and that's what happens to most people who try to, I don't like selectively breed their children for success. Oh God! <laughs> I really hope none of us gets into like brewing their own beer. I'd be upset with nah. us. Uh, check back in ten years for like quarter spade when we're all in our forties. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm opposed to I'm opposed to uh, this you to you, Nick. When when you're brewing your beer in ten years, <laughs> I'm not. I don't have the patience for it. Well, you will, man. Maybe, no, maybe I, I, I maybe do not. I do not have the patience to for like to wait a few days for anything. 
And the ghost of Nick's past, like, skateboards through the wall. It's like, you changed, man. You changed. That's called the grill pill. You need something to ground you and, you know. Yeah, but grilling's a lot cooler and it's way faster. Uh, but you could get really into it, though. Like, you could get, like, I don't know. I've encased this entire uh, thing of ribs in, like, peanut butter. Yeah, those videos are horrible. I hate when like, <laughs> we, we, we dry-aged this and come for 24 yeah. days. And it's like, why would you? I don't I don't want any of this. Well, not, like, not like come. Like, you, you dry-age it in something that might work out. Like, I don't know, Marbite or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like it has to have like it it should sound like it might work, but it still won't. They like occasionally end up in my TikTok feed. And like one of them I yeah. saw that just like murdered my brain was that they dry aged it in MSG. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, your bees ever need like an extra meaty taste? Yeah. <laughs> oh god, imagine just how murdered your uh, taste buds would be. All the umami. <laughs> but like you can't MSG is so fucking powerful. Like you need like a sprinkle of four flakes in like in like a thing of ramen or something to give it like MSG mm. flavor. Yeah, no, no, no. You can't right. encase an entire encase thing the in the entire it. thing in it. Yeah, no. Let it, Kieran, let, you, it age, salt. let it age. You say, for, for thirty days. You say that, but I have been much like um, spiciness. I've been developing the most concentrated MSG on the planet, <laughs> <laughs> keeping it in a bottle. <laughs> uh, unleash it onto the world it could literally like, uh, it could i have literally competitions where where people tr- see if they can take it without i don't know dying of <laughs> dying. <laughs> <laughs> because of what is it it's um sodium imbalance or something yeah, yeah you just like funny. disintegrate i've usually thought that there's just some like salt god um i'm sure the romans had something like that the god of salt who would you know be angry if you if you had too much or too little of it. Well, yeah, you're you're, you're, st- you're like you're you're becoming like Bizarro Universe version of Salt Bay. Mm. You just be like MSG Bay, and you just cover it and sprinkle MSG onto things. Hell yeah, that's sick. Yeah, and you like fist fight Salt Bay. He's ripped, right? I feel like he's. I ripped. don't think he actually is. I think that that's you know, show muscles. Yeah. Or am I misremembering he's, him? He's what we call in the biz otter mode. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you Google Salt Bay, his like, I guess so. Yeah, all right. But it, it's just very interesting because you can like, you know, you Google, you know, Von Trier or whatever. And then it's like, you know, Danish filmmaker. And it's like the title underneath. Salt Bay, Turkish butcher. I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah, I guess so. That, that makes sense. It's like uh What's his I real saw name? That. His real name is Nusresh Gukche. I do not know how half of the diacritics in, in Turkish work. Um clearly clearly not. No, apparently not. Uh um Oh all his family have been searched for before. He's got like a he's got like an extended lore. All of his we family has been Bay. searched for because, like, I imagine that, like, every Turkish ultranationalist is trying to find out what his, like, true lineage is, like, whether he's yeah. cancelled or not. If he's, like, Pontic Greek. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, like, yeah. Salt Bay is actually can't... Georgian. 
yeah no we can't we can't have our like rack of lamb salted by this christian thug yeah Um, have i ever told you my favorite erdogan conspiracy theory that he's pontic greek that's one of them yeah my other one is that then he's georgian and apparently this one's this one's not even a conspiracy theory i think it's like actually true and that erdogan just like changed his family history like in the like late 2000s home amongst us hasn't yeah (laughs) like that one i heard that there's like a bit of legitimacy to that then like erdogan like during an interview in like the like early 2000s is like yeah my family's originally from georgia but like i'm turkish and then when he was asked about it way later, he's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I am 100% Turkish. <laughs> what would you guys salt this lamb? What would you guys change your ethnicity to if you if, if you wanted to pull an Erdogan? <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100% Turkish. Like, you uh, know, yeah, yeah. What, what <laughs> other answer is there? Can I can I be Turkish and Catholic? That's what I want to be. Ooh, I don't know. Is that like a dual class system like you have in, a, <laughs> it's in like, like D&D? Yeah, it's like that thing that, yeah, it's like yeah. that thing that you see of like like uh, measuring out your, uh, you know, if you're privileged or oppressed and it's like, you know, Turkish <laughs> yeah. plus 100. But if you're like, if you also combine it with Catholic, it's like minus 300. Yeah. But but only in get, this combination. Yeah, but I can like, I can do that thing where I can double jump and run across like a small bit of water. Yeah, exactly. But you'll be confused as being Armenian, which, you know, you don't want. Hey, 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 welcome to your weekly corner, Spady. Uh, It's been a, it's been a long week. So uh, um, it's me, Kieran, very tired. And I'm joined by Nick. Hey, yo. And Rob. That's me. I'm I'm the Irish one. Just making sure everyone has it straight. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, we were talking about changing ethnicity, so I guess Rob has picked Irish. <laughs> so he will be getting the uh, plus four in uh, uh, um, necromancy. I don't know. What what can Irish people do? <laughs> um, yeah, we got like a casual episode with a lot of like weird shit that's been happening lately to talk about. That's... We're keeping uh, it loose. I was honestly too loose. tired and, and too exhausted to look up a topic and make an outline for. So I'm sorry. You can blame this all on me if this is garbage. Uh, I had a great time coming up with some um, topics. So let me pose a question to you two. <clears throat> First, mm-hmm. if you had to pick where in Europe would you build your Black Hammer City? oh geez okay um what's like the weird empty land in europe that you could use there's none really is there because it's like the easy answer i already thought is like siberia somewhere if if we're counting that just there's there's land out there yeah so yeah okay it's actually really easy like (laughs) probably more fertile i I think you're yeah you're like too on brand for it because you're picking a part of the world where you will die just as mm. they pick to be up in the Rocky Mountains. I'm thinking like the mountain range that separates parts of Croatia and Bosnia. Oh, why? But it's it's like I'm close enough to society, but I feel like I'm close <laughs> enough to a society in such a way that it's not <laughs> going to be helpful. Got to have an internet connection. I mean... Um, to yeah, clap back at the point. haters. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know what? Um, I'm gonna get a little a little crazy here. I'm gonna say Crimea. Just uh Ooh. because. 
there is the ultimate colonized space. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because why not? There have been so many attempted, uh, um, you know, projects there. Why not try another one? Doing stolen land acknowledgement for the Greeks in Crimea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just go Perfectly back on far brand. to the Mycenaean Greeks. Exactly. Yes. I'm coming home. <laughs> this is my uh, Rocky Mountains, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's where we're doing it. Uh, Rob, do you want to do you want to intro who the fuck these guys are? Um, well, first I want to, I was just thinking, I don't know if it's 200 acres, but I'd pick one of those, um, those private islands Tito had like his, his party mm. Island. Well, of course you need to one for one for business, one for pleasure. Um, but that'll be my answer. Um, you, you were the one, uh, why don't you intro them Kieran? I mean, they are a, I don't know what to describe them as. They're a collection of people <laughs> who have decided to uh to start a a commune um to take the land back from the settler colonial state that is the united states and do something with it yeah i mean there's not really anywhere anything else to describe them other than that they're like okay other than they're possibly an op like <laughs> there's that aspect of it um jesus yeah i don't know they 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 take a lot of aesthetics as well like i think they claim to okay so they've taken the aesthetics of both like marxists and anarchists without really well like okay they haven't done anything i think to say that they're anarchists and then they've also just like recently attacked Karl Marx um yeah, the colonizer that, yeah fuck him as a colonizer which is like sh- okay sure that's that's a all right um yeah they're just like okay they're feared they're also like theater kids uh, that's my other my new conclusion as well yeah um, a lot of the joker dude would look pretty sick I don't know what you guys are talking about <laughs> dirty little secret is like 60 percent of uh Twitter leftists are former theater kids Mm, a theater kid adjacent. I realized this. this I was uh, not, and one one day there was like a tweet that went viral that was like, "I can't be the only one who had who had lunch like with my English teachers," and I was just like, "Sometimes I feel like I picked the wrong side." (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. Is there anything else to say about black? Okay. So like they they've gone to the Rocky Mountains. To make, I think it's like two hundred acres. Yeah, which I don't under, I don't know what that is in like real measurement, um, but it sounds like a lot. Two hundred is a big number, and yeah, they're up there. I've seen a campfire, and they obviously have internet in some capacity, and they've apparently are going to make themselves a new like commune. They use the word commune up there. Um, they're anti-imperialist to the point of just contradicting several things at once um i mean other than that it's an op like i, I have to say it's just like an op it has to be so I what think it is i think it's like i think it 100 is legitimate it's the perfect end point of i think americans getting a hold of something it really is i don't i i feel that then if it was an op they would be it's too good of one as in like, it seems too legitimate. 
like it seems too that these people are like yeah like rob said or like 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 you said kieran that they are i think it's theater kids getting a hold of the last year and reacting it in a way that's mm. funny has absolutely no understanding about the things that they claim to be about they have like a literature site which is really interesting because they um have only marxists but then no Marx, which is the funniest shit. And they have even like read like Kim Il-sung and shit like that. And like read about Yucha. Like they are they are way too online. And it's like all the bad corners of like flag emoji Twitter that then which have is, become a thing. Which like is ironically life. why it might be good for them. You know, they got to get offline, get out into the, some <laughs> other nature. Um, they're not going to be able to do it because... You oh know, no! The last again, posting, posting about you know, you need a you need someone to define yourself against you know to keep yourself going. Um, yeah, they're most well known for going viral talking about how Anne Frank uh, is. Oh God, I forgot something. that was them too. Holy shit, and that was horrible. While I I sincerely believe that they should you know log off for a bit, I don't think it's going to stick. No, and this is the thing that then super shitty. Where then I would say that then maybe Kieran's point of them being an op could be believable is that the underlying thing is that they have like, like the Anne Frank thing, like the underlying thing that then like the West pays more attention to the Holocaust and the crimes of colonialism is like obviously true, you know? And that wasn't like, like, I don't know if that's what they meant or not. You know, it's always like really fucking hard to tell or just maybe yeah. they were just anti-Semitic. But somewhere deep in there, I think, is in like a, like an actual sense of a critique that then starts of like, hey, crimes of colonialism against typically people of color are overlooked. 100% true. Going and saying fuck Anne Frank is absolutely yeah. insane bullshit that, uh, you know completely doesn't understand the histories of you know people within like internally colonized peoples within um you know the european whatever subcontinent part of asia that we're on whatever the fuck you want to call it you know yeah i can't believe they took my subcontinent of asia bit i'm very upset about that because that's been on the corner spady website did they ages. actually <laughs> i mean they they've they've called europe uh, an asian subcontinent and I'm like, <laughs> damn. All right, fine. You know, shout out I mean, to everyone on whatever they call what do they call black black hammer? Black hammer. Yeah, yeah shout yeah, out yeah. to our you know like you know uh, listeners clearly. <laughs> Patreon supporters. Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Hope you guys like right. this episode. So my my op theories on this are a, a handful. So I think first is the point you're making, which is they are taking like they're taking the correct critique to like a stupid outlandish conclusion, which makes it feel like it's trying to, um, what would you call it? Like delegitimize both, right? It's taking this like critique of crimes against black and brown people, like historical crimes against black and brown people are overlooked in favor of a fixation on the Holocaust. And I was like, okay, that's kind of true, especially if you compare like the Holocaust versus the Herero genocide, which is like kind of considered the precursor to the Holocaust. And yeah. was like, Germany, as far as I know, still hasn't apologized for that. 
Um, so like there's that, but then they take it to the conclusion of fuck Holocaust survivors or like the legacy of Jewish people in Europe. And it's like, okay, I feel like that serves only to alienate people who might look at that original starting point. Like if you show that to the idea seems like if you show that to a certain type of lib, they'll just now delegitimize they'll now just dismiss anyone who wants to talk about crimes against black and brown people, historical crimes against brown and black. Yeah, for sure. It would be great. Same thing. Um, Pardon? Like, like Jacobin has somehow reached the space where like more of the comments are from like, the K hive or uh neoliberal Twitter was like learned that like, this is the tent pole. This is the, the belly of the beast of the left. That like more of the comments are like, I don't know, complaining about the Jacobin supporting it. Socialist magazine. I would, I would love (laughs) if, if per your theory, Kieran, the black hammer Twitter comments become that. (laughs) Yeah, that would be brilliant. Um, because like the same thing is also going on with like uh, the one of the fun things I did before we start recording is just like advanced Twitter search. Have these people ever talked about Ireland or the Irish in terms of like colonization? Um, which was like there's this one reluctant tweet where they're like Ireland was colonized, but then they were absorbed into whiteness and now they're all cops, which is like one that's very American centric, <laughs> but also it's true. Yeah, this is but the again, thing though. You've taken this to the wrong conclusion. Like the correct Marxist conclusion is that is true, but there's also probably a lot of Irish people you can reach to like understand colonial shit. Um, whereas they've just taken this like burn scorched earth, burn the bridges kind of weird conclusion as well. The other um, the other two points that makes me feel makes this feel like an op to me. The fact that this is still online is like something that I feel like wouldn't be if it wasn't an op because there's also a lot of tweets where they're just like calling for the death of police and i've seen a lot of people get their accounts shut down for less um so that's like one thing that's making me think about the third is also the farcical nature of it because i feel like the 80s the 90s the 80s the 70s the 60s whatever like american Ops took over like actual institutions like the Black Panthers and then like convinced them to commit crimes that they wouldn't have committed otherwise. Like what happened with like, was it the Brooklyn Six or something like that? And then in the same way that like, in the same way that America can't seem to like do a coup in South America anymore, this feels like the farcical version of COINTELPRO for like the 2020s of just like. Yeah. I think we're trying the thing about it that that makes me think that it isn't I don't know why we're discussing if it's an op or not it's just like (laughs) Like the thing about it 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 just seems so gent like like I said earlier it just seems like the most genuine hyper American reaction over like when you find out about something we've had this discussion about when you find out that the US is bad and you're like yeah Saad's cool and then like you just see takes like that on the internet like people who are like I'm anti-imperialist I love Gaddafi or I'm anti-imperialist and I love like North Korea is like my my <laughs> ideal society. It's like, okay, we get it. You're like 16. You're just finding out about, you know, anti-imperialism. Yeah. And, um, you know, 
Yeah, or like the people who are like, I love Saddam Hussein, I'm an anti-imperialist. Like, yeah, Saddam Hussein was like literally a CIA op, but okay, yeah, go off. Everything that then's anti-American is good in your eyes. Um, I feel this is the exact same thing of that way, like that you have, this is that version of Twitter coming out and like actually trying to then like do praxis i guess if you will but in the like lamest worst way possible and they're horrible at organizing i mean i don't know i don't know if you've seen the the pictures of them like doing their like you know little bit of organizing of like you know going and like doing food stuff like they fucking suck at it like they're they're like if they are an op then yeah like whatever if they aren't or if they aren't like if they are if they aren't they're not fucking going anywhere because they do not have Mm -hmm. that much support just clearly so so I think the synthesis between our two ideas is that most of these people are real, yeah. right? In the same way that like CIA infiltration into like the Black Panthers was just like, oh man, looking forward to this meeting. Hey, who wants to do crimes? <laughs> um, some fucking camp counselor ass motherfucker just like went to this group and was like, we should start a commune. <laughs> I just happened to buy this land in Colorado. So like most yeah, of them are yeah, into yeah. It. Where the fuck did that land come from? <laughs> Okay, the other thing that's, like, very op thing about it is, is, like, the way they're gathering money. They're gathering money via Venmo. Um, like, oh, yeah, one of the easiest things to, to block. Yeah. like yeah, true. Yeah, so that's, like, goddamn. There's, like, again, there's been Patreon accounts shut down for less. Like, yeah. I hear what you're saying, but this just yeah. popped in my head, so I'm going to share it. What if you got those Italian chefs who critique food all the time, but they were they were really mad at the food drive stuff that the Black Hammer Org was doing. <laughs> it's something that came into, yes. came into my head, and I and I share it with you guys. Or is this like, is this like a content idea? <laughs> I'm like, the ideas man, Kieran. I'm on, I'm on to the next one. Yeah. Speaking of the next one. <laughs> You cannot put uh, you cannot put the ham in the carbonara. That is colonialism, imperialism. You are not true leftists. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, there might be legs to this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's let's. I mean, I've already seen a million and one Black Hammer like parody accounts of just like Black Black Hammer social media intern and stuff like that. Um. Uh, Nick, I want to give you a moment to uh, talk about your favorite rapper's new song, if you'd like to. Uh, I don't know why you're so interested in this. That. I simply just put it into the group chat because um, uh, uh, he's back and I'm happy about it. I don't. I mean, he never. He there's never there's no away. more reason we need. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Money Boy released a song called Curry about Steph Curry, and it's a, a fucking banger. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I love how. The dude, like this, just says the the sense of like like this says, speaks volumes for the the ecosystem that is German rap. The dude doing it ironically is the best rapper in German rap. Like you cannot you cannot tell me that there is a legitimately better German rapper, and I mean German in like the German language than Money Boy. Like you like the dudes doing it seriously are so fucking lame because there's like nothing original about it. So then why not be a goofy German swag rapper and be the best at it? And he is. And um, that's all I really have to say. I'm just happy that uh, we got a new Money Boy song. Um, it is, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just is. 
it's there. I, I, I kind of believe what you're saying, but about all rap, which is why Kanye West is my is my favorite rapper. But that is a <laughs> that is another conversation. Any of our listeners who maybe want to uh, learn German, it's a great place to start. Money Boy really you know holds your hand into it. Yeah, I definitely very little German. <laughs> yeah, I showed I showed I showed Nate Money Boy. Um, and he was like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, this is the best rapper in Germany. What are you like? Or in the, in the German speaking world. Um, and I do not mean that. I do not mean that like as a joke, I like yeah. money. Money boy is the only German rapper that I do listen to. Um, I like every other German rapper is a fucking joke. And the guy who is a joke is good. Sorry. Should we maybe explain a little bit more of just like the lore of Money Boy? Yeah, well? yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We've already talked yeah, about it on the stream. Yeah, I think. yeah. Oh, yeah. True. We we haven't we've never talked about Money Boy on a on an episode. Money Boy is the yeah. best way to understand Germans' approach to American culture, I think, because <laughs> yeah. Money Boy had his very first single, I believe, in like 2012, 2013, where he just ripped off a Soldier Boy song called. Uh, I mean, the Soldier Boy song is is uh, turn my swag okay. on. And Money right. Boy just literally called the song Dreden Swag Auf. Um, <laughs> word for word, just takes the song, um, at least the chorus, and just does it in German. Does the exact same uh, beat, that's, everything. That's and, so much better than him ripping off Superman and calling it Ubermensch. That would be, oh, that yeah, would no, that would be very bad. <laughs> but Money Boy has had a career for over about a decade now from arguably one of the worst direct ripoffs of a song that I've ever heard that it is so bad. Like it's very much in the vein of like Lil B and stuff like that. And money boy was very conscious in the sense of doing this type of music, but in German speaking countries. And because I think Germans don't have a filter of like what's cool and what isn't in the sense of like, well, as long as it's like, you know, this, you know, thing that can like somewhat like toe the line between irony and legitimacy, you'll just kind of go with it. You know, mm. but don't um, you think people are in on the joke too? <laughs> like, yeah, they're, no, no, they're processing American culture the same way he is, to some extent, at least. I mean, the first video I saw of him was the interview, and like two seconds into it, there was like this. I don't know German MTV style. It's like it's 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 TV aimed at the youngins. Um, yeah, Joyce. And, yeah, Joyce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had in the background like a TV with the live comments coming in from social media. And all, all I felt like I needed to understand was the first comment I saw, which said, Dare Boy Swagged. Yeah, so this the is the thing. The yeah, it's definitely the thing that then is very much in the same vein as Lil B, of that then if you're in it, you know that it's the joke. And Lil B's music is atrocious, like purposefully so. You know, like Lil B never has rapped on on the beat he um like purposely produces his songs as bad as he possibly can nice and like got a massive fo- like like has a massive following with like people who are like you know actual artists like Tyler the Creator is a massive Lil B fan to the point that there's a video of Tyler the Creator like Coachella like on stage with Lil B singing every single word of a Lil B of like every Lil B song at Coachella uh, Lil B also worked with like Crayshawn when she was like actually trying to come up as like a legitimate rapper so there is like a thing I mean I don't know like shit about like art theory and whatnot there is like something in the sense of like you know bad taste being good 
like very much so with the sense of yeah, that yeah. then how like i mean you see it in like in other german rappers it'd be stuff like young Huan and stuff like that definitely fall into the category of like the post money boy you know that generation finding out about Lil B and whatnot. Like, to the point that then, like, I would show Germans Lil B and they'd be like, this is horrible. But then they would be like, oh, like, a year later, like, oh, Young Huan's so cool. It's like, this is the same fucking thing. Like, <laughs> all right, whatever. But now that you can digest it because you, I guess, somehow understand it, even though Lil B's songs are incoherently stupid. Um, yeah. But uh, um, I think that, though, in the sense of that German... Like Germany or like the German countries is such a smaller media thing to like kind of encapsulate that if you're big on the Internet, you typically are big also then within the charts, you know, like on MTV or whatever. So Money oh, yeah. Boy had like we're in the US like Lil B songs are like, you know, I don't know how many like hundreds of millions of views he has. He's not going to be on MTV like just sorry, you know, or or maybe well, he was on- he was on he was on ESPN actually, but <laughs> To, but like Money Boy was Money Boy was on like that. It was Joyce the number program. one song in Germany. Yeah, 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 but he was on that Joyce program, and they just did not know how to handle him. It's exactly. a more meritocratic country, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that then, in the sense, because maybe this is just like in the sense of how like the U.S. market or just the English speaking market, because I think the U.K. also has this thing too, where you have mm-hmm. a lot of subgenres or a lot of like subcategories of music that then will not get air, uh, radio play the same way that they will in Germany, for example, because it is such a small market of popular German language music. Um, I think it's, I think a big part of that is like a legacy media gatekeeper. Yeah, type probably. Thing yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they like, if you come up in like an unconventional way, these gatekeepers will just not recognize you. Yeah. Like I, I, th- I think that's happening now with like a lot of stuff in the top 40 is like stuff that made it big on TikTok. Yeah. And that's like a lot of radio DJs are just like not playing it because they're guys in their forties in a show that like has a flush sound, like soundboard in the middle of like, I don't know, Ohio, and they just refuse to like learn what TikTok is, so that music might come up through it. I or mean, they it really love is much going in the TikTok. sense, <laughs> yeah, or that. But I think it's in the sense too that then radio is also from that sense too that then uh, radio stations have like these traditional, depending how big the radio station is, have like really good relationships with major record labels. And yeah. they're communicating continuously with one another of like what is the next hit song going to be. Like you have to think about that. Oh, yeah. Songs are literally written in specific keys depending on what time of the year they're going to be released as a single at you know a summer song is going to sound like a summer song the beat's going to you know be a certain way yeah. it's going to be in a specific key particularly you know probably like major or whatever you know my hands up my yeah 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 i love that song <laughs> and there is like it's always like really interesting seeing a lot of musicians who like aren't in that sphere, like, going and then, like, recording with musicians who are, and they're just, like, completely flabbergasted that then, like, there are people just calculating out, like, this song has to be in this key because this single's gonna come out in this month, and we need to get this radio play to happen because this is gonna be, like, the summer jam. You know, yeah, like, there is that, like, that is not, I do not think that that exists in Germany or in Mm. most other uh, parts of the world because you know, the relationship between music and radio, I don't think developed in the same way. And Germany then not having that gatekeeping allows a money boy to then become weirdly the most popular artist for two weeks in 2012. Yeah. And then it's just like, he's made a whole career out of it. 
So good for him. Like a lot of European uh, um, record label media relationships kind of operate around like, oh, thank fuck we have a song in German. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they'll they'll take anything and like unless you're a country, I'm not sure if Germany has this, but like a lot of European countries have that like French law. Like Canada has the French law of just like you have to dedicate something like sixty percent of airtime to stuff made in your country. Um, which is why like a lot of really big musicians come out of Canada because they get huge platforms within Canada and then move to the states. That's like what happened to both Avril Lavigne and Nickelback. Hell fucking yeah, right, damn it. God damn it. working. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I mean like 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 I I I find Money Boy only simply interesting in the sense of that um it's like the thing with like the Anfot, like are they real, are they fake? And yeah, I don't ever really want to <laughs> find out. So. They're too scary. Money boy is is seems like uh Pleasant to be around. The envoy is just lame. Like I'll, I'll be the first no, to say it. They fucking, they fucking suck. They're not even like good ironic. They're like music. the ring. <laughs> they're scary. They're not scary at all. They're so just. They're so fucking annoying, and they're like real just garbage. Like uh uh, what are their what are their names? Like I heard that they're just like just absolute pieces of shit. And I had to work at a concert of theirs, and holy shit, it was the worst experience at a concert that I've ever had. Like mm, the first concert I had to work at by was how intelligent. Not intimidated. And, it was just that then, like uh, everyone was just such a fucking art like <laughs> asshole. Yeah, and it, so like, they're scary. It, like, no, they're not scary. So they're, like, they're, they're, their personality was like. I listened to this band because it's cool, but like it was at the point of that that because it's Germany that the Anfot wasn't cool anymore. You know, it was like five years after everyone else in the U.S. had already found out about it. So you're like, okay, whatever. This band's just like, uh, like abrasive and annoying. And the like funniest thing was though, this Kieran's going to enjoy this one. The concert that I worked at before that was Limp Bizkit. That was sick. Nice, nice. By far, one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah. White guy from uh, America doing rap music, cool. White guy from South Africa doing rap music, sus. Immediately sus. Yeah. But that's, yeah, exactly the same thing, too, though, is that then Fred Durst, like, absolutely started as a joke that kind of just, like, grew legs and, and just continued to grow and no one seemed to be in on it aside from the people in Limp Biscuit. And I don't even think yeah. Fred Durst was even in it at one point anymore because <laughs> he uh he like seemed to, you know, turn into the character. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah but, shout uh, out shout out to my favorite president, Vladimir Putin. That's uh, you know, Fred Durst was, you know, letting me know that. I had a I had a small point here about Putin. Not much to comment, just wanted to just wanted to take a note. Um, Putin looks to make equating Stalin and the USSR to Hitler and Nazi Germany illegal. That's right. That's just smart. That's just good legislation. Maybe this is just, uh, he doesn't actually care and he's just looking to arrest Ursula von der Leyen when she steps foot into the, into the country. (laughs) Like getting Al Capone on, uh, tax evasion. (laughs) It's, it is definitely like, um, it's the classic Russian thing of like picking the like doing the right thing for the wrong reason. Yeah. Of just like backing not, Armenia yeah. backing Armenia <laughs> and the conflict that happened last year, like late last year, purely because Armenia is being attacked by NATO members. So it's just like, yeah, fuck this. But like 
also that was the correct slide on the like yeah exactly i'll take it i don't care what you know what i i i i don't care what the reason is um i will take i will take uh that being uh (laughs) a good law being made by putin but like like i think you have to understand i think the the kind of people who would support this law in russia are the kind of people who are like yes it was good when we were like a big country and we were in control of everything and we could have like nuked everyone if we wanted to like nothing to do with like communism <laughs> yeah they're also like really big supporters of the russian you know orthodox church and whatnot too probably yeah exactly and this whole yeah it's just like anything that then is russian identity is something that then is something to be uh proud of even if that russian identity is a georgian man yeah, which is like, which is a baller move that like we haven't seen Orban do. I want to see Orban like incorporate like Hungary from like the fifties to the nineties into his version of like how Hungary is great. Like just completely erase the socialist aspect of it, but just like yeah, we were like we were one of the richest countries in the second world, <laughs> like because Hungary is great. Ignore everything else around that. Nah. He has to deny it and lean on the interwar period. Uh, Lukash is actually the greatest Marxist thinker. Actually, he surpassed Marx in many ways. So really, <laughs> you don't need to read Marx. Did they take a yeah. did, did they take a statue of him down in Hungary? Yeah, actually, yeah, they did a bunch it. of stuff. To um, like I my think Black his Hammer City is going into my Black Hammer City is going to rural Hungary. That's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, yeah, that's um, like definitely that's like, like that is the hardest difficulty level to put your commune <laughs> is in the middle of Hungary, <laughs> in Jobbik country. Yeah, never exactly. mind Fidesz country. Yeah, yeah, just get firebombed daily. I love to do communes <laughs> on legendary mode. <laughs> <laughs> no save points. If you die, you have to start over. Just like real um, life. That's all I got on the on the culture front. Um, Kieran, you have any? You bring anything to class for us? Some like new stuff. Yeah. Um. I guess like the first thing we should probably talk about because it, it's a quick one is like Pablo Iglesias of Budemos is like resigning slash retiring from politics, which is it is a shame. I guess. I mean, okay, it's a shame, but also at the same time. He's still be he's still going to be going off. Like I I I can't like everything I read about this was just like he's still going to make his opinion known on shit. So, so he's, yeah, he's just going to become a poster. Then that's cool. I respect that. We respect that. Yeah, and also like I, I think it's worth pointing out that like Podemos was very successful at building this thing that isn't completely centered around him. Like I'm not like in any way insecure about Podemos as like a party or a movement without him being there. I think it's as fine as it is without him, um, which you can't say for a lot of other similar movements, I feel like. So yeah, that's just a quick one. Um, in more fun shit, we narrowly avoided this weekend or like this week, uh, a uh, a restarting of the Hundred Years' War between France and the UK. <laughs> that's always what the fuck nice. was that? That was the dumbest shit that I've seen this week. <laughs> so fucking. That's dumb. like that's like we do always read those news articles that like the Earth narrowly avoided an asteroid, and it's like, oh, I guess good to know, but if, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like happens all the time. Yeah. So like, 
It's over like fishing rights in the Channel Islands, which if anyone out there doesn't know about the Channel Islands, the dumbest shit in the world, the legit dumbest shit in the world. Um, this is Jersey and Guernsey, but Jersey is the focus here. Old hey. Jersey. <laughs> hey, oh, I'm a sheep farmer. I'm tax dodging over here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking French ass motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, right. I can't do enough. I can't do enough of a Jersey accent to do my like old Jersey, New Jersey guy. Um, <laughs> I'm a Jersey guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where the accent comes from, right? What? <laughs> the New Jersey accent just is. It comes yeah, it comes from, from old Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, from Jersey. everyone from New Jersey yeah. came from the island of Jersey. Every other, you know, like uh, imagine just being like, yeah, I'm a proud Italian Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want none of that. <laughs> you go, shit. you go, you go to Jersey. Where can I find a nice, a nice slice, a good, a good pie? <laughs> My grandparents came over and they got out a Jersey Island. <laughs> to make a new life in this country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know. No one, the only no one knows that actually that all the Sopranos was in fact filmed, not in New Jersey, but Jersey. <laughs> in old Jersey. Yeah, yeah. You just get like really good tax breaks if you do your productions yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, There's probably mafia there, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, so Jersey and Guernsey are these farcical... Uh, supposedly independent countries, but they're not. They're hey, 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 Kieran, watch yourself. That's anti-Italian discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> I like this bit. Keep it going. They're called crown dependencies. So they have their own parliament, but like Westminster in London can overrule them whenever they want. Hey, hey, waste management. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. I think I... Mm. I found a really great photo of some guy who was just like running for the Parliament of Jersey, and he looked like Le- Neville Longbottom from the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> but like, I was like, "Vote for me!" I was like, "Oh sure, okay." Um, again, farcical country because one, it has its own printing of the pound, so none of that money is like usable in the UK. I mean, it's technically usable, but no shop will accept it because no one in like England has ever heard or seen these pounds and will just refuse to take them. Um, will you call this a pound? <laughs> <laughs> and then at the same time, it's like one of the things that escalate. Okay, so it's about fishing rights this week, and. One of the escalations over who has the right to fish in these waters, because I cannot stress enough, Jersey and Guernsey are like throwing distance from fucking mainland France. Mm. Um, one of the weird escalations is France threatened to turn off their power because they are on the French power grid. They're not like on the British power grid. They're not like energy independent. Like, yeah. And sorry, I'm I'm laughing. I'm I'm sure that's a big deal. It just sounds like a like a parent ass like go to your room. <laughs> yeah, right. You're grounded. Gonna take away video games. No screen time. Yeah, it's a hundred percent what this is because it's a fucking child of a country. <laughs> um, because how the uh, Jerseyans, I think, responded. Was like there was this one guy, a video went viral where one guy was just got on one of the historic keeps on Jersey Island that overlooks the French coast. 
and just started firing wildly <laughs> like towards France. That's how we do it. That's Jersey style, baby. No, no, that, that's that's the new Jersey style because old Jersey style was that gun was filled with blanks. So it was just like a symbolic firing towards France. Oh, <laughs> Hold wow. me back. Yeah, yeah. I'd totally do it <laughs> if I had real bullets. Yeah, exactly. I take on the French Foreign <laughs> Legion and fishing interests. I'm just imagining just like a bunch of very out of shape New Jersey, old Jerseyans taking yeah. on elite commandos of the French Foreign <laughs> Legion. All these guys like in their 50s who've overthrown like 18 governments in their lives, just like yeah. plowing through the cast of the Sopranos, but they happen to be British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like ridiculously handsome French men, like absolutely buff, perfect five o'clock shadow. Yep. And just like trying to repress the thoughts of all the like, I don't know, Algerians they've murdered. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the guy who was the, um, uh, what was his name? Like the shark? Yeah. Le Squall. Le Squall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he had an Italian ass name. I wish I could remember it. It was like Fred Fredico La Squall Borgherini. King. <laughs> yeah. Retired French Foreign Legion. Yeah, so that's France. Um any wait, other pieces of news? Wait, what's the future oh, with this standoff? Is there is there anything for us to look nothing. forward to? I think it already ended. Well what if France turns off, it- turns off the power? Or did they get the fishing <laughs> rights they want? Just <laughs> like a dark day in Jersey where they're like, I don't know. The darkest day pizza. in Jersey is when they ran out of gabagool. <laughs> where like the spinning pizza display just slows down and turns <laughs> off. And you're like, oh no, mama. <laughs> the French that turned off the power. Um it's kind it's like died down, but it's not settled. Like they still don't know what to do with like fishing rights because Okay, I, I think we talked about it before in the show, but Brexit was just like so fucking rushed. Like, oh what? We, no way. Yeah, <laughs> they had fucking years, but I think we mentioned in the podcast about like how they had to come up with rules for Gibraltar the day before Brexit yeah. went into effect. Like, and yeah, they definitely forgot about these fucking islands too. Um, <laughs> you can swim between Jersey and France. Like, you don't have to be good at swimming. You can do it. Well, I'm great at swimming, so no, I'm not. That's a lie. I can't <laughs> lie about. I can't lie about sport. That's just unfair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so nothing is resolved. This could kick up again, and you know, um, Semper France, death to Jersey. I guess. <laughs> sure, I'll take your word for it, Kieran. You're a smart guy. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. F- fuck Jersey. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, no, like, I don't like France, I don't like the UK, but Jersey and Guernsey are just stupid societies. They only exist to allow, like, British MPs to tax dodge. It's just, like, smaller Isle of Man. Isle of... I mean, I just think that you're in... I just think this is anti-Italian sentiment, but whatever. I'm keeping my mouth shut. No, 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 the real Italian paisans, independent Guernsey for real (laughs) Italian... (laughs) Yeah. Oh well, you know what? It's the the conflict's over. You know, there's there's yeah. not much more to say about it. I guess. Get that guy who's shooting at the keep and make him uh, commander in chief of this new independent yeah. nation. Make him make him chief paisan. 
Yeah, cheap as um, um, last little bit of news that I think we can talk about, which is like fucking wild, is um, the non-paper that was circling around the EU. That again, to this day, like this happened a long time ago. I, when was this? Yeah, yeah, this happened like middle of last month, and um, a non-paper was circling around the EU that proposed. Basically redrawing the Western Balkan borders. Oh, yeah, we, we talked about this, didn't we? That then no, Bosnia, no, no. Bosnia, like brought this up. I, I I mentioned this on I mentioned this a little bit on the stream, oh, but we okay. haven't actually talked about. I just want to say, story itself. Uh, drawing that sounds like an interview question they give you at McKinsey, like after the manhole <laughs> cover one. Yeah, all right, you have fifteen minutes. Um, here you go. Redraw the Balkans. Do your best. Yeah, solve the. Solve the Western Balkans for us. Yeah, easy. Just give it all to Albania. Boom, done. Fatty. You see, you say that, um, and that's kind of a little bit of what they did here. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to copy this image. No, it won't let me. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need to, I need to send you guys the image of the proposed borders. Um, First of all, okay, the first thing I should probably do is explain what the fuck a non-paper is, because this is the most dumbass thing I've ever heard. Um, do you guys know what a non-paper is before I go into this? Nope. Just just tell just tell everyone. Everything that's not a paper. Okay, cool. Yeah. A non-paper is like a thing in the EU where you can just release a paper that's yeah. un like unattributed to anyone, uncredited, and just like suggest a policy thing or whatever. And just kind of like float it out there as like a thing everyone can look at and be like, oh, is this a good idea? It's literally just the like... The whisper it's app? The meme. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like whisper app. It's like the meme of like, oh, what if we kiss the bleachers? Just kidding. Or am I? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what if we what if we redo the Balkans, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but maybe. Crazy, um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Now I get to now I get to add the image of like the fucking insane plan. Dude, they yeah, this is with. the exact same one that we talked about. We didn't talk about this on the show. Oh, when did we? Where did we talk about? Then yeah, maybe you're I right. Think we maybe. just had. I think we just talked about it. as like you know, friends. This is sick. <laughs> I appreciate fact that then like Serbia gets less land, just smart. But then they also get more land, which is not smart. <laughs> Croatia um, becomes massive. Sick. I love how Macedonia is kind of like overlooked. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, we're just taking half the country, whatever. Yeah. So this is kind of inspired by the fact that, um, so I've read the paper. It's two pages long. Uh, you can imagine it's um, not very well thought out. And it's basically like, we have to stop Turkish influence, influence in Bosnia and Macedonia because they're taking too long as countries to get into the EU. Hmm. They also directly state that we should also like speed run them into the into NATO. So if you're ever wondering if like the people in the EU view the EU and NATO as one and the same, they apparently do. Um, so that's a fun thought. But yeah, they just came up with all these plans of like they really, really lean on the precedent of South Tyrol as well, of just like how we're gonna do this. As one should just, like great place, you know. Yep. Great place. Of just like, okay, you're in Bosnia, but really it's Croatia. It's a lot of like that kind of shit. And uh, so this was all leaked by the prime minister of Albania. 
He's like, look how fucking sick we're going to be. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> like, he was like, I, I've, he's basically, I've seen this paper. I discussed it with the prime minister of um, Slovenia, who everyone widely suspects is the guy who made the paper. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm about to post this tweet. Can you retweet it for me? Sure yeah, thing, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just just right in, like, in the DMs. But uh, every time Eddie, this, this is all weirdly happening on like Balkan language Twitter. So like Eddie Rama releases like, I don't know, an interview on TV. Prime Minister of Albania being like, yeah, I've seen this paper. I talked it with, I talked it with Yansha. He was the one who like wrote it. And then Yansha has to go to Twitter and be like, no, no, I didn't. Shut up. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I didn't uh, make this. I just scheduled to take over half of Macedonia on TweetDeck. Should be nine oh three a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's supposed to be a good time. Like you know, get get a lot of traction for yeah, your get a lot for of your invasion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like this weird thing. Also, like the people protesting this in uh, in Slovenia and in the like on the Slovenian embassy in Bosnia are also just like. The people who like almost decided to join ISIS from Bosnia, like they're like, they're they're not even like going, they're protesting, but they're not even flying the like Bosnian flag. They're flying like just the green flag with the crescent moon and star on it. Be like, yeah, this, this represents, um, this represents our country. What what was the group called again? Uh, Vera Narod draws. Draw Drasva, which is na- uh, religion, nation, and country, mm. is the name of this group protesting. And then That's you got a stupid like. Yeah. Uh, and it was formed by a radical cleric uh, gathered in front of the Slovenian embassy in Sarajevo. Just did a kickflip, and that was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Simply chanting Bosnia. I'm like, all right, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what everyone of, chants of, after he lands a, a, a sick kickflip. <laughs> that's actually but, you know I mean, everyone always says only, yeah. uh, that that's i feel like that's what you learned as a kid like the reason hitler uh took over germany was because he was so eloquent which i feel like is yeah one of those like stories they tell kids rather than you know mm. all the all the facts of history but i'm just imagining he just screamed germany over and over again until everyone was like yeah how about that germany <laughs> like a big slow clap. Pretty down with this thing that is called Germany. Yeah, Germany, Germany, yeah. Germ- Germany. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You speak of Germany. I think that's the perfect transition to our last story. Then of you mm. know, around the world, around. I mean, our our world, which is what? Europe. We have a German story. We do have. We have one German story. Yes. Uh, I guess too that Merkel is like wanting to waive the waiver of the like vaccine thing, which we're not going to talk about. It's just that then, of course, no. she is. Like, yeah, it, in short, she's uh, she's against Biden in waiving the patents on yeah, vaccines, especially because yeah. like her party is literally just like uh, uh, lobbying with legs, you know, or like four like yeah. lobbying it, groups in a trench coat. It's sick uh, that the, the um, it's sick that like the way um, remember there was that suicide pact that Trump's cabinet had that so like Mnuchin and them were like, yeah. okay, he's not really in charge. Like if he says something dumb, we jump in. That's like what like the NATO EU heads feel about Biden. They're like, yeah, we got to step in in case he, <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he, he goes off on a tangent. 
Yeah, but at like like that whole shit is is so mind-numbingly stupid, but not as mind-numbingly stupid as I think this thing, which I hope gets a little bit more attention, is that Germany is having Junge Welt, a Marxist uh, daily paper, a national daily paper, um, mm. under the watch of the Verfassungsschutz because they apparently don't stand to the values of the Bundesrepublik Deutschland. Uh which they reasoning is that they bring up that class is a thing and that they sometimes quote Marxists along with maybe a couple other of the stupidest things I've ever heard um, that they like glorify commun like they're literally they're a fucking communist paper like you know whatever yeah. and the thing that's the funniest is that the day of it is the the today they're talking about like freedom of freedom of speech in the German Parliament so sick. Well, the, the reasoning I heard is that, like, in the Constitution, it says that, like, all Germans are equal, right? So, like, yeah. all people are equal before the law. And they're, like, cool. And, like, that's that's good. But, like, I don't know. Like, when you write a Constitution, can you not be, like, this is aspirational? <laughs> like, this is, like, I feel like that's in every, like, decent, like, Western European country's Constitution. But you're, like, you're writing this being, like, that's the way it should be. And we should drive towards that. But no, 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 no. The CDU politicians have interpreted that to mean, no, no, everyone is equal. And if you point out a way that they're not, that's unconstitutional. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> this this might stick because... Um, Germany is that stupid of a country for that constitutional type of positivism law. to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constitutional law in this country has just been going ham this year. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Because, like, I mean, like... I think the thing that a lot of people don't understand about this is how um, this episode that I've had in the works that I'm eventually going to get down to uh, making with you guys is the sense of that there is all this weird influence coming into the German, uh, um, the like what the constitutional court, the equivalent of the German Supreme Court, that is yeah. like extreme right-wing influence and they take their side pretty much on every petition thing that they petition against you know yeah and it is like a lot of the people who are on the constitutional court are all these old cdu people and the way that they interpret the law is like i mean given i'm no lawyer i've never studied law but it's like it's it's very questionable to say the least it's very much that then you have to like really twist and turn and yeah do this thing exactly like that of oh well you know the german constitution says that every person is equal so therefore you can't say that that's the type of shit that they're continuously doing in order i mean like the thing that then matters the most of these right-wing groups is like um like economic stuff currently that they're like uh, like taking through uh to the mm -hmm. constitutional court but the thing of like the um you know the um the rent cap in Berlin was because of literally a law that ran out that then Germany doesn't have grandfathered in to just like renew itself. And so they never bothered to renew it in 2006 and then ends up allowed to then be, you know, brought up then on this, you know, for federal versus state level sort of thing. And Germany is like just riddled with all these contradictions everywhere within, not even just the constitution, but just like everywhere within German society. So, um, the fact that also too that there, I don't think there's been equivalent investigations for openly Nazi papers that are na like like na nationwide. Like Junge Freiheit is probably one of the most notorious. That is an open, um, like actual Nazi paper that they have like very good relations with the AFD, with the NPD. 
Um, they are, I would argue, um, like, you know, legitimately uh, dangerous in the sense mm. of the like types of people that they, that they associate themselves with. And um, I don't want to say the word Verfassungswürdig because that's a stupid word in German. That means that you're against the Constitution because I think the Constitution of this country is pretty stupid to begin with. <laughs> but um, like they would fall under like like probably the category of like Volksverhetzung, which is, you know, like hate speech and stuff like that. Mm. And I don't see many investigations coming out against Junge Freiheit. Sorry. Uh, Junge Welt was one of the former papers of the... Um, SED of East Germany. It was the youth paper for like the what are the the the, the young Octo- red Octoberists or whatever. The like oh no sorry right. the 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 FD the uh, the the uh, free German uh, free German youth, and their journalism is is fine. Their op eds I think are very good. You know they're much more of a paper of giving a socialist perspective, a Marxist very explicit Marxist perspective to uh, events happening within Germany, the EU, and you know other stuff that then that the left you know should be you know showing solidarity with. Uh, if for those who know the the publication Jungle World, Jungle World broke themselves off from Junge Welt uh, in the nineties yeah. because the anti-Deutsch question sort of thing, you know the uh, the 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 you know Zionism sort of thing. Um, but yeah, no, they're a very good publication. Um, uh, uh, I had an interview there once. I did not get the job. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, uh, it's just disgusting to see then how like if you are a uh, socialist paper in this country, uh, the things that will be done, you know, if you're radically left wing and you show that then that you like, again, you know, same thing that we had in the bonus episode discussion. If you show solidarity with these people that then that, you know, you're not supposed to show solidarity with in Germany because of whatever reason, whether it be that, you know, socialist or, you know, uh, 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 you know, the Kurdish movement or Palestinians or so on, you know, like, you know, uh, uh, women's movements and so on, so on, so forth. International solidarity simply. Uh, the German government is going to make up bullshit reasons of why you are then considered to be against the German constitution. So just kind of bringing this to light. Uh, if you live in Germany, uh, there are, I'm assuming, you know, I've just been seeing Junge Welt uh, sharing their stuff uh, continuously. I'm assuming that there will be some action to be taken also as well, because this is just stupid. Just genuinely one of the dumbest things I've I've seen like this last year in this country. There's a lot. Yeah, but if like be doing class analysis in Germany becomes illegal, then we get like a a, a better reason to set up our podcast legally in Ireland. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that. Um, I mean, I, I I think you said this, Nick, but it's pretty clear that the point is to uh, demonize, criminalize a left wing publication. Like yeah. rather than fidelity to the law, it's like, it's like, you know, getting them up. It's like those weird obscure laws. Like, well, you can't have more than three pigs. So, you know, death penalty it is for you. It's like, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, well, and because Germany has this just absurd constitution fetish, not surprising that they can, uh, that they can whip something up on, on that front. Yeah. Um, and they can always couple it with this sense too, of that. We've had this discussion as well with how, the conservative German consensus views East Germany. You know, I don't give a shit that Neues Deutschland and Junge Welt were two, like, party papers from the East. I don't. They are good, like, they are legitimately good uh, publications. Uh, They have, um, you know, really good, particularly on current events, I would say that they're the only one that then have good opinion pieces about what's going on in the world, which is 
and they don't do it with the sense of having like star names, you know, like the Ulf Polishat or whatever. It's just genuinely good journalists of being like, hey, this is going on the world and kind of in a very traditional sense of how you would see left wing journalism done, you know, of of, you know, smaller publications uh, within the United States, within, you know, just kind of showing putting light onto things that then are happening in terms of like, you know, taking an anti-imperialist. I wouldn't even, those aren't even op-eds. It's just reporting news that then is from, you know, that Marxists and socialists, you know, care about that then often get ignored by, by, you know, normal media. And you're absolutely right then that then they will use any excuse whatsoever, according to the constitutional law that, Oh, they were a paper in East Germany. Yeah. Big, 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 fucking deal you know like they're like how many like how many fucking like nazi continuation things still exist that then just get don't get flinched at you know yeah like i i think it's i i i experienced this recently i encountered my first like um like very vessy kind of socialist shit of just like i am a socialist i am a communist but i will never vote for d-linka i'm like yeah it's just like okay i mean I, I respect people who don't vote for Dilenka for like very legitimate reasons. Some of the things that we've talked about are being put off by certain aspects or wings of that party, but like just on the offhand like Vessi shit of they are the continuation of the SED and this is like it's been a while, are they? <laughs> like Yeah, whatever. Can I cheer you up with the I can't say it's a happy story. Um because <laughs> I'm a, very I'm a, very offended. But it's a dumb as fuck story. It's it's a story. Um, <laughs> thank you, Kieran, for bringing the, yeah for bringing this to our attention. I'll just read the headline here from Politico: Liechtenstein prince accused of poaching quote Romania's largest bear. Yep. The royal killed a 17 year old brown bear in an act of trophy hunting. Um, yep, that is of course Prince Emmanuel von Unzu Liechtenstein. That's disgusting. That's a horrible name. <laughs> Although, shout out to like the royalty left in Liechtenstein, where you just have to have the name from Liechtenstein. That's like that's some that's some princely shit. Like I don't even think the the Habsburgs ever had that. I mean, that is yeah, that literally is is aristocracy shit. Yeah, <laughs> I still have the country named after me. Um, the whole, like the story and the quotes have a very Coen brothers vibe to me. There's just a lot of people saying, well, and then he killed the wrong bear and things like that. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let me, let me, let me walk it, walk you through it. So in March, um, Prince Emmanuel was, went, visited Romania and killed this 17 year old brown bear. Again, the largest bear in Romania. Uh, which was on a protected nature reserve. Hmm. Now, the reason he was invited to, the, I, I don't know if they're endangered or what, but you can't just go hunt brown bears. The reason that he was he had a license to go hunt was because he was supposed to shoot a female bear, which the Romanian government uh, had issued like a special hunting, I don't know, an open season yeah, call for. Yeah, you have to get, yeah, yeah, for hunting permit, yeah. Uh, no, but this bear yeah. specifically, like you can't get permits to hunt bears, but this bear was uh, disturbing locals in a, in a yeah, village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then he just didn't kill that bear. He killed uh, a male nicknamed <laughs> Arthur uh, that was, again, the largest bear in Romania, and people are upset. 
Well, this is this How is are you classic. supposed to fucking know which bear it is? <laughs> Don't no, defend like, him here, here, Nick. Come on. I'm All right. Not, I should I'm say. Just, like, I should say no, in general. Like, once, once, I, you, once you get the license from the Romanian government, the, the wayfinder on your map will highlight the target for the, the current mission selected. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, how, could I, yeah. how could I forget? How could I forget <laughs> that it's loaded into my HUD? Yeah, exactly. And then you, you shoot the wrong bear and you automatically get two stars in Romania. It's just like, oh no. The tank just... <laughs> the tank that's like the classic GTA tank that's that being like shot from backwards. the sky. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you shoot behind you so you can fly. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, the, I mean, I, like, is the is the proper bear wearing like a special hat or something? Is it gold? It's like a big target painted yeah. on it. It's Maybe. Just, it's, it's got boobies. Would explain it. It's a lady bear. Um, <laughs> it's the one, the one female bear in all of, in all yeah, of Romania. Yeah. But I have to I have to say this is just like classic like um politico shit of just like not not like the article not the not the actual publication, but just like when you are someone high up in society, when you are an elite, when you go on a hunting trip, you have to you have to shoot the unintended target, right? Like sure, usually traditionally it's like your political rival and it's a good way to get them out of the picture. Oh, I thought you were a deer whoops <laughs> you mean this is deep cover for, for when he accidentally kills uh like a like a second cousin <laughs> <The king. laughs> yeah. i you know i'm a bad shot i have it's my say uh, I, I i killed that bear in romania it was all over the news <laughs> um prince emmanuel it's did have fault to, more than it is mine he did have to pay seven thousand euros to obtain the four-day hunting permit so maybe he was just like i'm I, I spend good money on this. I'm going to kill uh, the largest bear to impress all of my, uh, you know, to impress Don and Eric Trump and all my the inbred subjects. cousins. You know, there's enough people in Lichtenstein that he was like, they were waiting for him to come home. Yeah, they were. The yeah, the entire country is just waiting at the train station just to like, He's just know. like, I did it. Yeah. I mean, Lichtenstein literally is just what, Vaduz and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, I believe uh, that like this is yeah fucking like bubblegum kingdom or their, whatever their main exports are dentures and cat food <laughs> so a great smelling country all around <laughs> that's what the that's what the 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 one large bear was going to go to yeah you can die and go to Liechtenstein heaven where you'll have perfect teeth forever and all the cat food you can eat well, no uh, it's going to become lo- cat food but yeah oh yeah <laughs> paid 7,000 euro. Think of it as like uh, an investment in good Liechtensteinish industry. Um, yeah. Just, just throws the bear into the wood chipper. Yeah, Liechtenstein's a hunter-gatherer society where the one, <laughs> the one king or the one prince has to go out and just solely benefit to the economy. Yeah, find fuel for cat food. Yeah. Long-time listeners will know that... Um, it was the richest man in Brussels, uh, in Romania, who was yes. hunting boars. I believe from a yes. helicopter. Um, <laughs> well, we, no, we, I think we joked about the helicopter because he killed like five thousand of them, <laughs> and they're like, "How did he do that?" Uh, apparently, hunting boars is um, is somewhat common. I don't know if if you bought if you boys uh, want to take a little a trip. Pastime activity. I see some I see some packages online. I'm I'm googling right now for a thousand euros a person, and you know maybe with the Patreon money we can uh, take a little trip. Yeah, accidentally shoot uh, uh, the Prince of Liechtenstein. 
No, I but people, you were a boy. people are yeah. upset. So <laughs> give us money. We'll recreate the most dangerous game. <laughs> with, um, your, with your favorite mega recon. <laughs> now that would be sick. That that would be really offering something on Patreon instead of just another podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, one free and then one you pay for. No, you get to take, you get to hunt uh, yeah, the richest man of um, um, Andorra. <laughs> who I still don't know who that is. They're very secretive. In Whoever they are, I'm sure they're easy to capture. Well, they they don't have a very much security. France. That's why we have to hunt them. Wouldn't it just... Because they won't tell us. Well, no, technically because... Um, no, it would fall under then uh, France, wouldn't it? Because technically Macron is also the leader of Andorra. He is, but no, they have their own. They have their own banking system, so it's all very secretive. Like these, all these little tiny countries exist too. Every European country has one. Like France has Monaco, Italy has San Marino, Germany has Liechtenstein, uh, the UK has the Isle of Man, and Spain has Andorra. It's just like the place where we do tax crimes, money crimes. That's nice that the French it. let them do that. The Spanish. Well, they already have Monaco, so yeah, it seems true. rude. To yeah, yeah, two is just <laughs> two is just just you know too overkill. Much. Yeah, Wait, I wanted to leave it with with one with one quote here. Go for um, it. Just because this is not just you know a fluff piece, this has become a national issue. Um, on the one hand, there are multiple NGOs which have brought this to everyone's attention, and this is because you know brown bears are um, a protected species and and all this, and you know. People like big animals, I guess. Um, but I was specifically thinking of this line when I mentioned it's a Cohen Brothers situation. Um, I'll just read it from Politico. Romanian Prime Minister Florin Situ, hope I said his name right, appeared to downplay the issue in an interview with national media on Wednesday saying, quote, it looks like it's not the biggest bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Obviously bigger. Don't worry. Yeah, I yeah, I I killed a bigger one last week. Come on, what's everyone upset about? So, um yeah, bear related political uh, controversies coming soon to a country near you. That's why people listen to this show. I'm all yeah. for it. I was actually I like literally today I was thinking uh like on I mean Twitter in general people love animals, but on leftist Twitter everyone's like, "Oh, I'm I'm into monkeys now because uh, you know, you can't obsess about politics all the time and you need a break. And literally I was like, maybe I'll be, maybe I should get into bears. And then Kieran sends me this and now I have a cause. Bears are, <laughs> bears are great. Bears are fantastic. I'm yeah. a huge fan of bears. Um, I refuse to believe that bears are dangerous. This is just my, my yeah. point. You, yeah. like, they're it's, just not they're like pit bulls. You, you did something wrong. Not the, not the, bear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, shouldn't yeah, have, you shouldn't have had that bag of chips uh, outside your tent. Exactly. I love Come that on. like Rob's pro bear position has led him to become like a Liechtenstein Republican, <laughs> like a Republic <laughs> of Liechtenstein, <laughs> abolish the royal family. Exactly. Yeah. If I um, was a, a Liechtensteinian, I would uh, want the bear to kill uh, Prince Emmanuel and then due to an obscure law, become the new prince of the country. And like they have to put <laughs> yeah, him on exactly. the throne and everything. Yeah. 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 It definitely is. The uh, 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 Liechtenstein goes by the same laws as Wakanda. That you yes. have to you have to kill the like chieftain in order, which in this case is whatever the prince or his father or whatever, and then um, by the sense of royal combat, the bear would become uh, um, you know prime minister because also yeah you abolish the monarchy. That'd be great. 
I'm not, and I'm thinking how many countries could be taken over by animals. I think bears could take over all of Europe easily if there was enough of them. <laughs> yeah, they were here before us. I mean, it's like a map you know, <laughs> stolen land acknowledgement for bears. Yeah, it's like like, a map like I was the, saying, uh, bears aren't dangerous, but um, you know, you get a bear pissed, and it will, yeah. you know, hmm. give them the control of like a nation's economy. Yeah, they're That's just like dangerous. humans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but cuter and cuddlier and love apples. If anyone's seen that <laughs> lovely picture of the bears underneath uh, the apple tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you can't tell me that they're dangerous. Uh, those are those are fucking grizzly bears too. The least dangerous of all bears. Um I like that we were joking that this was like a kind of a stupid story, but when as soon as Rob said that like Oh, you know, the prime minister of Romania was grilled on this. I'm like, all right, apparently it's a big deal in Romania. <laughs> Romania <laughs> the Romanians are like, they killed our bear. <laughs> it, Romania has the second or has the largest concentration of brown bears in the world, apparently. So it's a, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, most of, most you know of Romania where I'm going like super to hang, wild. With, to hang it with my favorite animal, an animal that will not harm you if you just treat it right. <laughs> Romania has like Why are there teddy like, bears, huh? Tell me that. You wouldn't have a stuffed mm. animal that you would cuddle that is 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 you know problematic or dangerous. Mm. Think exactly. about it. Exactly. Like I usually problematic as if he has like some old tweets. <laughs> 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 like Prince of Liechtenstein is like, no, nah, he was racist. He said some bad things. He said some bad things about Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. This bear definitely had a problem of of singing along to certain rap songs and and not yeah, not, not you know, self-censoring. Himself. You don't want to yeah, look like up what a, this uh, bear's grandfather was doing in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, I get it. He's a brown bear, but like he's not a black bear. He can't say that word. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, yeah, I guess on that. Um, I don't even know how to end this. <laughs> that was a note. That was a note. The bears will inherit the earth. Yeah. Or at least Romania uh, yeah. and possibly Liechtenstein if there's any justice I'm in the world. I'm down with that. I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Like, to, you know, the bears won't rebuild the Roman Empire, but they're going to carve out a barbarian kingdom, you know, mm. for themselves. It's going to be on the map. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Bear city. Uh, and on that note, that's been another episode of Corner Spady. We've been pretty loose this episode, but because we're still doing this, uh, uh, go help and volunteer for Deutsche Photo Coin Titan if you live in Berlin. Uh, message Rob. He will help you out. Yep. Um, yeah. We're, yeah. Just message me. I'll, <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll tweet some. We have some um, publicly scheduled uh, collections going on soon, but Check out check out the Twitter. Rob is also tweeting again, so just you know follow Rob. Yeah, for, even if you aren't in Berlin, could last for ten, maybe fifteen days before I before I <laughs> run out of Get gas boring. again. And much like a bear, I have to hibernate. Posting tweets is like eating a lot of salmon, you see, and I have to do it a <laughs> lot and get really fat, and so then I can you know sleep for months. That is the ideal posting cycle. Oh, and on that note, catch us next week for uh, a bonus episode on Wednesday. Not Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, we recorded on Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. On Wednesday, join Euro Vibes on twitch.tv forward slash Cornish Do it, do it, do it, do it now. Bye-bye. Ciao. Peace.